Welcome to Arkansas AgCast, your source for the latest news and views in Arkansas agriculture. Arkansas AgCast is produced by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. This is Greg Patterson with Arkansas AgCast for Farm Bureau, and I'm sitting here with uh, Taylor Weissman, and you just won the discussion meet, the YF&R discussion meet. How's that feel? It feels incredible. It's something that is one of those contests in Farm Bureau that you always see people do, and you know, I said, that's something that I want to do, but it's also something I want to do with my career, so it was fun to get to sit down, study issues, and then talk about them. So... How much preparation does it take to do something like this? Well, I would say that I studied the the topics for about the past month, but I really think the preparation for this started way back when I was raised on a farm, right? You learn about the values of farming and ranching. You learn about the issues growing up through my high school agriculture education classes, being in 4-H and FFA, and then in college I studied my undergrad ag business and now my master's of ag econ. So I'd really say that becoming an advocate for agriculture, which is what this contest really helps you do, starts from the moment you have an interest in agriculture and it just builds up over time as you learn more and more. Now, you got to compete against three other young women who mm-hmm. were very sharp themselves. Yes. And, I mean, is that the kind of expectation you have for that kind of competition? It is, for sure. And I love learning so much from them. They each come from a different area of agriculture. Maybe it's from the row crop farm or a livestock operation. And so to learn and hear about their personal experiences really helps me, too, as I come from a different side of agriculture, as we all come together and talk about these issues. And one thing that we all said at the end was this was such a good conversation. And I think that is what the contest aims to be, and I think it was achieved today and I'm just so thankful for the other three ladies I got to chat with. Now, spend a little time telling me about um, what do you think are the, the most critical issues that face agriculture today and put it in terms of what young farmers and ranchers are mm-hmm. facing. Yeah, I, I think that when you look at our culture today, there's so many issues that face farmers and ranchers. And I, I think the big one is just the lack of education of what they do, but then also the lack of access to what they do and, and how they go about their operation. So many of these farmers and ranchers live on their farms, and so it's their livelihood. And then to try to share that with that world, with the rest of the world, you have to kind of take on that mentality of this is also your business and you have to promote it. And so I think as young and new beginning farmers as they continue to get involved because they want that hands-on experience. We have to make sure that what they do isn't lost with the consumer and that we're able to ultimately educate. And during the two rounds of the discussion meet, our, our conversation always went back to education and promotion and uh, lobbying for agriculture on all fronts. Now, um, the average age, of course, that you know, that, that farmers are nowadays is anywhere between 58 and 60 years mm-hmm. old. They're not necessarily wanting to jump into social media and get on mm-hmm. the Twitter platforms and Facebook and Instagram and whatnot. The young farmers and ranchers, though, kind of have grown up with it. Mm-hmm. And so do you see a, a positive in that for the younger generation to literally get people onto their farms by, by going onto these media platforms and showing people what they do? 
I think there is a positive to that as well, but I also see a positive relationship where the young farmers and ranchers maybe can go home to their parents or grandparents and add that type of aspect to their farm. Or there's different organizations like Farm Bureau does an incredible job of going to farmers and helping them tell their story. And they set them up on social media or they do a video that these farmers can share. And I think that those groups are able to help the older generation. So maybe they personally don't want to post online, but there's so many folks out there that can help them share that message online. And that's what's exciting about our culture is we all have each other's back and want to help everyone succeed. So what do you want to do now? I mean, you've got your undergraduate degree, you're getting Mm -hmm. a a master's degree Mm -hmm. or an advanced degree. And and what are you going to do with this, this lifetime of knowledge of agriculture. Yes, so definitely staying in the agriculture field. That's something I felt I felt called to my whole life, and my my degrees have given me a lot of the knowledge. Uh, being an ag business and now agriculture economics, being involved in different leadership organizations has really honed in my speaking skills and my communication skills. So when I put those together, I see a, a career in ag policy, writing that, uh, promoting agriculture to uh, those folks who write it, and so hopefully get involved in some government relations government affairs work uh, after I graduate. And so are you still involved on the farm right now? So I grew up on my family's small farm in Faulkner County in Valonia, and so I primarily raised and showed horses and livestock growing up. And so my parents still have a few of our livestock and horses. Uh, right now my involvement is definitely through Farm Bureau and through my degrees, uh, but hopefully one day I can buy some land and, and get back to that farming and, and be able to, to produce something that feeds folks. What's your favorite thing about about being on a farm you grew up on one I mean is it just getting up in the morning and being there or what is it that that you love about farming well I think there's a sense of purpose that comes back to what you do and that you get to work the closest to the land and there's something to be said about that and not being removed from literally the the things that give you life such as food and water and natural resources and having the connection there's just something that's so empowering about that and I think that's why farmers who are on their farm love it so much and they would do anything even through the tough times with right now the trade wars and the floods and the low prices they're not going to give up that farm because there's something energizing about it every day you just mentioned three critical issues that face agriculture right Mm -hmm. now in your opinion what are the big issues in the next five to ten years facing ag yeah, I, I would definitely say the trade uh, war or dispute, as as you as folks may call it, as it goes forward. And but it was interesting the other day. I heard uh, Zippy Duval, the president of the American Farm Bureau, say that you know he sees that for the next several years that farmers and ranchers have to be prepared to always be in some type of trade dispute. And that was very interesting as you think about right now we're trying to juggle trade talks with China, with Japan, passing USMCA. And then knowing that there's going to be something next as we keep going forward. And I think it just shows the importance of diversifying our markets, diversifying our consumers, even diversifying the products that American farmers grow and produce so that they always have a market to go to. Uh, and another one, when you look at um, the weather, and, and the sad thing about that is is not that much you can do to change it, right? We can lobby for things, but we can't go lobby the the weather to change. And so I think that comes back to having an organization like Farm Bureau that provides a sense of family and a sense of comfort and that there is um, a brotherhood and a sisterhood here of folks who are going through something very similar as, as we ride out the weather that we've seen this year. Okay, so Taylor, you won today, <laughs> and it's a great deal, but 
Now you got to go to nationals, the American Farm Bureau uh-huh. Federation Conference. National Conference will be in January down, I think, in Austin, Texas. Yes. And you will compete against winners from 50 other states and maybe even some of the territories mm-hmm. as, as well, the U.S. territories. So when do you start preparing for that? That's a good question. I definitely get the game plan through, but I think the greatest thing about agriculture and and kind of the role that I get to be in is, is I'm a student of it right now every single day. So I know that going back to my classes for my Ag Econ program, and, and I listen to Farmer News and AgriTalk uh, just about every day, and, and that's just going to continue to to keep me informed and keep me involved, but that's a lifestyle that I've chosen beyond this contest, and I think that's what's great about this contest is the people who I've seen do well, it's already a part of their lifestyle, and now they get to go show others and talk about these issues. You've got to know that you're an ambassador for for agriculture, and I, and I don't mean that in a in a, a bragging sort of way, but but you are an ambassador from Arkansas for agriculture nationwide and worldwide what kind of responsibility is that it's crazy and and i actually didn't understand that till uh, several years ago well i guess maybe four or five years ago i moved to washington dc for an internship and i lived in a house with some other interns and we had a kitchen that we shared and uh, one of my roommates came down and he was drinking the milk in there and he kind of looked at it and was like taylor do you think this is good and i said i don't know well he just took a drink of it well, it was bad, and he spit it out everywhere. And the first thing that he said was, Taylor, you should have known. And I'm like, no, what? He's like, you should know if my milk was good. You're like a food person. And that was the first time that I said, regardless of if I'm trying to advocate for agriculture, people already see me as, as that ambassador. And I think that everyone in agriculture is, is seen as that. And so we have to be prepared for those little conversations we have at restaurants, for folks that we may live with who ask us about their food, uh, and just be able to have a conversation with them and, and show them where they can get information and build that personal connection uh, first and then show them the facts if they, if they really want to know more. And um, I think that when we have that mentality going forward that all of us in agriculture are better because while I didn't grow up on a, a true production farm I feel that I know most uh, I know more than a lot of other people out there um, and so because of that I get to have conversations with folks well Taylor Weissman congratulations thank you you are the winner of the Arkansas <laughs> Young Farmers and Ranchers discussion discussion meet and uh, we wish you the best of luck into the future. Thank you. I appreciate it. This has been Greg Patterson with another edition of Arkansas AgCast. We've been speaking with Taylor Weissman, and she is the winner, the champion of the Young Farmers and Ranchers <laughs> Discussion League.